0: Alright, welcome to episode 4 of Rolling with the Barons. It is head coach of the Brooklyn Barons, Roland Woods. And today we will be talking about uh, training camp battles, uh, review from training camp, things that we've seen so far and things that we're looking to see uh, in the preseason and going into uh, the first couple weeks of the season. Alright, so... All right. First, <clears throat> we'll start with. Uh, first, we're gonna start with special teams because special teams doesn't get any love. We didn't even talk about uh, any of our special teams players on our uh, previous two podcasts when we broke down the offense and the defense. So we're gonna talk about special teams first. Uh, so with that, we'll start with punter. At punter, we have uh, Kevin Morse. Uh, he's a young guy. Uh, we brought him in as an undrafted uh, rookie. Uh, we like what we saw from him enough to trade away uh, Warren Orton. Uh, I think that trade, I could definitely tell the effect that trade had on field position later down the line. But I do not feel like uh, at this point now, that uh, we got negative value for that trade, so it was a little, it was a little rocky along the way getting adjusted to the rookie and seeing how he works. But I uh, having a little bit of time with him. Uh, I like what we have in him. I like what we have in Morris, and uh, he's somebody that we want to grow. All right, and uh, on the other side, uh, we have our kicker. Our kicker is uh, Simon Brewer. He's somebody who I signed in our first year. Uh, we needed a we need or in my first year we needed a kicker. Uh, signed him in for agency. He was a guy who I felt like was solid all around. Uh, I felt like our offense would be potent enough that we wouldn't be putting him in position to be consistently kicking 55-plus yard field goals. And even in the event that he had to, in the right circun- uh, circumstances, he can get those done. So Brewer has been a consistent guy for us. Uh, however, he is the guy who is coming up on his contract. And with his age, uh, he's at a good age, and I, I like it. He's 26, and for a kicker, that's a great age. That's a great age. Uh, I feel like he has great uh, attributes. He has the skills that we need to be successful as far as our field goal game and our extra point game. Uh, I like what he brings to the table, but we will be bringing in competition because uh, I feel like you can always get better. You could always get better, so we're gonna bring in we're gonna bring in competition. Uh, not the competition will have to blow us away as far as winning this job, but if, if we see a guy that we feel like could put us in a better opportunity to be successful, then we'll jump on it. We know that kickers are a kickers are a rare find here in the RFL. Especially ones that are on the younger side of things. So if you get one, you want to hold on to one. So he's definitely not somebody that we're just gonna let go willy nilly. Alright. Uh, next we're gonna go into uh, we're going to our return competition since we're doing special teams. We're going to our return competition. So for uh our kick return and I guess we could say punt return too, but uh, for kick return, we have uh diamond spate returning. He was, uh, one of our kick returners last year. All right. And then, uh, we signed really three guys who could compete. Uh, those three guys being, uh, Darrell, uh, Schofield, Schofield. Uh, we also signed Marcel echo and then we signed Carl Meredith. All three of these guys are in, all three of these guys are in competition for, uh, the kick returning role. I will say at the moment in camp, just in camp, uh, uh, Schofield is definitely uh, leading at the moment as far as kick return. As far as per, punt return, the competition is still wide open. Uh, we've even put uh, Mike Troy in. We've even put Mike Troy in on a couple of occasions uh, to run some kicks, he he's looked okay. It's just finding a different finding a different dynamics of what makes a good punt returner in this year's and in, in this year's game. All right. So, from there, we're going to move on to our our quarterback. As far as our quarterback, there's not really any competition as far as who's number one and who's number two. Uh, we're set with uh, going in with Ryan Brinker being our number one quarterback. <clears throat> uh, as you may or may not have seen or heard, uh, I believe that uh, Ryan Brinker will be a top five quarterback in the NRC uh, at the end of the season. Uh I know that sounds outlanders now, but that's just our motivation going in and the type of performance that we feel like he can have Uh, if he just continues to uh do the things that he's been doing, stay positive, and as we continue to grow him as a guy, I just feel like He's going to be a guy that you talk about and that when new guys come into the league, he's going to be one of the guys that they say one of, the, one of the reasons why I started watching the RFL was I saw Ryan Brinker do something, something, something. I think he's going to be one of those kind of guys, and it starts this year. It starts this year. And then uh, coming behind him, we have KB, uh, my first QB. So, you know, I I really rock for KB. Uh, he's a guy who's he's going to go in being our number two behind Ryan Brinker. And uh, he's a guy I'm confident I can win with, so that's good having a guy that you've worked with uh, going from last season and then coming into this season and seeing him in different kind of different aspects. Like I've seen, I've seen Caleb really. I can say, I want to say on three different games I've seen Caleb perform now. So he's somebody who I really like, uh, and I can't wait to see his growth. uh, He'll. I expect him to get a lot of preseason action. Uh, We'll see how it goes because I do want to take a look at some guys, but there's a lot of competition uh, with our deaf guys that I want to see. So, we'll see how that goes. But I expect to see a lot of KB. And then uh, we'll probably bring in uh, a number three, a guy. If we don't bring in our own guy in free agency, then we'll probably just look around and near the end when everyone's making their final cuts, probably see, watch some films, see guys that we like, and scoop up one of those guys. So we'll see how things go. We'll see how things go. All right, we move on to our running back position. And at the running back position, the number one is Kenny Steele, obviously. Uh, We're still up and down. We're still undecided on whether or not we will play him in the preseason. Uh, We want to keep him healthy. Uh, we want to keep him fresh, but we also don't want him to come in rusty. Uh, we feel like we've – I feel like we have enough chemistry with our our big guys that if we sit them out for the preseason, that it won't really hinder us. It might be a couple – it might take a couple more cranks to get the engine going, but once we get up and running, everything will be okay. So, But behind, behind Kenny – Uh, again, we're going with the, uh, three-hater monster. Uh, so we're going to have, uh... We have Trey Nick right now, uh, Trey Five right now as the backup power back behind Kenny Steele. And then we have open competition for HB2, which right now is slotted as Mike Troy. He was HB2 last year, so it's it's his spot to lose. And, uh, I expect him to get, uh... If we sit still, I expect him to get the starting reps. Uh, so, we shall see how that goes. We see how he's uh, prospered from last season coming into this season. So far, I've like what I've seen. Uh, he's been really electric in camp. I feel like he's one of those guys who continues to get. Uh, he just continues to find a way to make plays. He continues to find lanes. Uh, make the needed juke, like, he's not a guy, He he's like a quiet, he's a silent killer, he's not a guy that you expect to just come in and make the type of plays that he makes, but he has to same potential, I feel like, even though no one is Kenny Steele, we don't lose a ton of big play production when Kenny Steele steps off when we put Mike Troy in, so I think that's something that's great, I think that's something that's great, And we'd like to see how he continues to prosper with that. All right, And then behind him, we have, uh, again, uh, Trey Five, travonte Nickerson. And uh, he's a rookie guy. We definitely want to see him get some live action. We've seen him a lot in camp, but we want to see him get some RFL action against some RFL competition. Uh, that's going to be great. Uh, we like his mold. We like what we think that he can be. It's just a matter of if he has the tools to put it all together on the field. So that's something that I'm definitely, definitely looking into uh, and he is, <clears throat> excuse me, he is competing with Mike Troy for that HB2 spot, uh, along with along with uh, Carl Meredith, uh, along with Carl Meredith, who is our, uh, the third running back that we have. And he is, Carl Meredith is slotted as our number one third down back, well, behind Kenny Steele, so the number two third down back. Uh, so... Going into the preseason, he'll probably get the first team reps in those uh, three wide third down situations. So we'd we'll like to see how he, we like to see how he moves in space, but we we'll also like to see him running behind a fullback, running uh, out of the pistol, out of the eye, like not just out of the gun. So we'll see how that goes when we get into the preseason. But that's definitely something that we're interested in. Uh, so those at the moment. Troy is winning. I have uh, Nickerson in second, and then I have Meredith in third. Meredith hasn't really exploded the way I thought he would, but we still want to take a look at him in the scheme of things that we would like to do before we make a final decision on how we would like to move with things because some guys could be shining right now, and as soon as you fix what we like to do, everything just falls apart. So we're not going to get too... uh, worried about his performance just yet we are taking notes we we have seen him be productive in certain situations in certain schemes so we'll see how that goes uh but we definitely we're definitely is the running back battle will definitely be going down to the wire and there is a slight possibility a slight 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 possibility that we may sign one young guy that we can put on a practice squad as well all right uh as far as fullback the paddy wagon uh Case closed. Uh, I can't wait to see him. He's going to get a lot of reps. Hopefully, we can keep it healthy. Uh, he's going to get a lot of reps this preseason. We might. I doubt that we bring in another guy, another fullback, but we might. once If we bring in another tight end, uh, we'll probably slide BJ over and let him uh, be the relief fullback as well when we're not in the three tight end set. Well, we're in three tight end sets. More than likely, it's not a fullback anyway. So, we'll see how it goes. We see how it goes. All right. Then we come in a wide receiver. Uh, We have a lot of depth competition on wide receiver, but uh, one of the biggest things I want to start with is uh, Amari versus JJ. Uh, There is competition between who will be the number one and who will be the number two receiver as far as when we're in base – sets but so far so far it's been more schematic i know both guys have the ability to do both things but so far it's just been a matter of this play works this way this guy is better for this play so we'll see how that goes but it's definitely been we've definitely been switching them in and out uh one and two we definitely been switching them uh, throughout the schemes. We've we've done formation subs to put him in different uh, situations. Even though we do plan on running JJ in our primary slot, uh, we have done a lot of testing with him strictly on the outside at number one or at number two just to see how things go. We've done testing with uh, Amari in the slot as a primary slot receiver, and there's ways that we could work with him from that position as well. So uh, the competition between those two of who will be number one. It's more so if we're going to keep one guy in one place all the time or will it be week to week schematically. So we'll see. So far, uh, so far, Amari is winning our competition as being our true number one wide receiver, whether JJ starts on the outside and moves to the slot or not. Uh, we'll see how that continues to go. It's not a blown away like out of the water type deal right now. It's just certain things, certain schemes, certain there's certain wins that each player gets over the other player. And It's just about using those to their best. All right, and then that also comes down to our next competition is uh, Xavier Ballard, uh, Marcel Echo, and uh, Donovan Spate. And uh, Darrell Schofield all competing for uh, depth wide receiver spots. Now, Schofield will probably be uh, on the team for return purposes. Uh, he's looking like uh, he wants to take command of that spots. We'll see, but and that competition could affect Spate's uh, place on the roster, but we are still competing because. We have lots of guys who can return, but we have to make sure we have lots of guys who can compete for us as a wide receiver. Like when we're on the field, we don't need a bunch of we're, we don't need a returner. Then, so we need guys who, if they're going to be on the team, can contribute in both areas. So we are looking at all guys and all aspects. And I will say from the uh from the depth group, uh, Ballard has continued to stand out as expected. Uh, we've been using him more on the. We've been using him more on the outside with the guys that we've uh, picked up being more slot guys. Uh, And he's looked good on the outside. Uh, He's looked good in the slot as well as we would expect him to because that's where we uh, primarily played him last year. So he's looking like a guy that we can uh, put in a good rotation and we can slide him in. And uh he can do well. We're also looking at Echo. Echo seemed to be, even though he was slotted to be a slot wide receiver, he seems to be a little bit more productive for us when he's on the outside. But we'll also have to take more reps with him. Uh we've been looking for we'll be looking at him more as a sub and his reps, more than a starter. So as we start looking at him at in starter positions, what would what we would do if this person went down? Then we'll get a better idea of where we can fit guys. And the same goes with uh, with Echo. I mean, the same goes with Spate. Spate was a guy that we uh, mainly played in the slot last year, but with his speed, we feel like it, he can win. He can take advantage of some things on the outside. So we want to get a look at that. We just want to make sure with him as well as with as well as with Echo that uh, their height doesn't put them at a severe disadvantage, especially playing in our division where there's a lot of taller corners. There's a lot, a lot of taller corners. All right, and then lastly we have uh we have Jackson Hunter. Uh, I didn't talk about Jackson Hunter in the review or in the competitions because his spot is kind of has kind of been solidified as the number three guy as. Whether we move whether we move J.J. in the slot or not, uh, we've loved what we've seen from Hunter as far as going up, competing, and getting the ball. And especially with a guy like Brinker, he needs those kind of aggressive type of guys around him because Brinker's not going to be afraid to make the play. He's going to believe in you. You got to believe in you too. So seeing Hunter go out and try to make the plays that he made, last year but being more consistent with those plays it's been great in camp and knowing that uh, seeing him play in the slot uh, I guess I should put him in the competition for the slot to see if he's the guy that I really want to put there if I don't put JJ there but he's looked really good on both sides in the slot and on the outside so he's definitely a guy who is going to get a lot of work this season he's definitely going to get a lot of work this season and I can't wait to see how those things uh, transfer onto the field into some live action. All right. Uh, When we go to our our tight ends, it's not really a lot of competition. We know Bain is our number one tight end, but we are looking to bring in another guy, and from bringing in that other guy, we will see if there will be competition between him, Stelts, and uh, Brandon Jones, BJ. But uh, more than likely, Stelts and... uh, Stealth will continue to be the number two tight end, and VJ will continue to be the number three tight end. I just feel like for their makeups, for how we like to use our tight ends, their roles in those positions, I think they fit those roles perfectly. But I do feel like we do need another guy, and that guy comes in and he competes, and or if we can find a, a talented guy, not just a talented guy, but a young guy as well. Uh, knowing that uh, we, we are working with Bang He is getting older, alright, and not looking so much for a replacement, but as he regresses, we'll need someone to groom behind him. So, if we can find one of those guys in free agency, that'd be great as well. That'd be great as well. Alright. When we look at our line, the biggest competition on our line is going to be between uh, Maynard and Printers, and it's going to be who starts where? All right, we're gonna do a, We're gonna do a lot of shuffling. We're gonna do a lot of shuffling. Uh, we might even move Patrick, uh, went around just a little bit just to see if it helps, uh, with the the blocking assignments. Uh, but as far as Larson, uh, yeah, as far as Larson and as far as Trotter, their 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 spots are set. Uh, their spots are set. It's just everyone. Uh when printers and Maynard are all gonna be starters, it's just a matter of where they start. So those are the things we'll be practicing. More so behind the scenes we'll probably go into uh the preseason with an idea of how we wanna test it. Like uh, we're probably going to our Preseason games with a better idea of how we want to move in going to the season and use that time to really watch how they work together to know what will be our best schemes for the unit that we have. So we'll see with that. Uh, but what we really, really want to see is our young guys. We want to see uh, Stewart, the rookie we just picked up, and we want to see a poyer. The, uh, the young guy, we got him, uh free agency, and he does have a star dev. So, we want to see if these guys are going to be worth continuing to develop. So, we want to make sure they get a lot of action in uh, the preseason so we can get some good tape on them. Some of these guys, we've got to get them taped right now because their tape is for their future. It's not so much for getting in this season. For some of them, you hope it's not to get in this season. Like, it may be due to injury, but... You want to know that if you had to put them in, that you could. So that's going to be good for Stewart, and that's going to be good for Poirier. And we'll see how they hold up. We'll see if there are guys that we want to invest in. And we, and we may take a look at a maybe one or two young linemen if they're available. Maybe a couple of vets if we just want to have somebody we know we can throw in across the line. We'll take a look to see who's out there. Uh, we, might, we might bring back a former baron. Uh, A couple more Barons if we see them in the uh, free agency just because we know they're guys that we can trust. All right. Uh, Now, as we switch over to the defensive side of the ball, uh, I wouldn't say it's too much competition as far as who's going to be where. It's more so about performance and understanding who's going to be where. Like, we have guys, like, I know as far as – On the defensive end, like, we have Butler at defensive end, and we also have Hodges at defensive end, but we know these guys are not competing against each other as much as they're competing to learn or find their roles in the offense, find their roles in the defense. All right, we're trying to see how we can use Butler. We have a good idea of how we want to use Butler uh it's just finding everything that we can do putting the test of everything we want to move guys all over the field we have a good idea how we want to use we have a good idea how we want to use Hodges and we don't see their roles even really conflicting even though they're at the same position so we're really not considering that uh competition all right and then we go to uh D Tackle was a little bit more of the same thing like I know that uh Cheese is going to be our starter, but we're going to come in with uh, Maxi if we if we run more of our four three schemes or our heavier front, uh, heavier D line fronts. Then we know Maxi is going to be the next uh D tackle. We feel like he brings us uh enough consistency as far as run blocking and uh pass uh pass rushing that we can just slide him in right behind Cheese. All right, as far as Thompson and uh, Fugger, we both know. Uh, I know for both of them where I really want to use them at. And, again, I feel like their roles don't conflict enough to where it be competition. It's just a matter of seeing can you be productive enough where I need you. Like, I would say Tompkins is probably more in competition with Hodges. And, yeah, Tompkins is probably more in competition with Hodges than anything. Fugger is a guy that we know that... If we don't get him in this year, we continue to groom him on the practice squad. Uh, we know we're to run Maxi, so it's not so much as competition as much as it is trying to figure out who's going to do what. Uh, when we come to our linebacker, we need to find guys. We need to find linebackers that we can bring in for the competition. We we have our we know Parks is started. We know uh, Crosby is started, and we know Kit Morrison is starting. From there. We have to find another guy that we feel like we can slide in if we want to go 3-4, which I hope that we'll be able to go 3-4, but if we if we can't, then we can't. We just have to see how that goes. All right, so we'll try to bring another guy in. Uh, as far as Sam Anthony, he's the guy that we're sliding around. We'll probably put him on the line. He will probably be the guy who's in more competition with Butler as we move him back in as a guy who can you pass rush or are you going to be more of a, a big-body uh eat eat up the blockers, or are you going to be dominant in a run game? I don't know. Like, that's a guy we have to figure out. Uh, We just felt like with his uh, mobility, he'll be better suited uh, on the line where it's less less space that he's responsible for. All right? Uh, As we move to uh, the cornerback room, which will probably be our biggest competition right now, is going to be uh, Harms and Dada London McNary competing for that playmaker. Uh, that cornerback one, because in Madden, depending on, depending on the book you choose, usually with the books that I choose, uh, your number one corner is really slotted in the number two spot. So when I say our number one corner, I mean our number one on the depth chart, I guess you could say, our, our, our left corner. So the competition for left corners between, uh, Harms, uh, Harman Richardson, Sean Dada and London McNary, even though we would really love to keep London McNary in the slot, uh, you always got to have your best players on the field. So if he wants the competition, he wins the competition. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Then we have uh, Vernon Atkinson, who we definitely want to get reps out to see what he can do to see how we want to build him. If we want to build him as a slot or build him as an outside guy, uh, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, as far as as far as our safety and our free safety room, uh I really don't think there's any competition between King and Hayden Harrell. I think there are more soldiers vibing off of each other. It's about getting the chemistry, knowing which guy I can put. where. Uh, same with uh, TC. It might be sometimes where I want to drop Hayden down into the slot and still have Ethan King in the box. Or I might want to drop uh, Hayden into the box and move King to the slot and have TC up top. Or I might just want to bring TC down in the box and put Ethan back and Hayden back. Like I just want to keep working with different things for different schemes to see who fits better where. So it's not so much competition. It's just figuring out what's going to happen. Uh, now, as far as death between uh, Carlos Wright, Alonzo Berry, and Jerry uh, Jocola, there is competition. And so far, Wright has stood out the most. Which has been unexpected. I expected JJ to really, or I expected Jared Jacola to really come out and be the guy, just because of his athletic ability. He has a little bit more consistency as far as his attributes, but Ryder stood out. He's somebody that we're looking to. We, we want to see him live. We want to see him live. So we see how that goes. Uh, Alonzo Berry, we're looking for ways to play him. He's looking good as our our second love. Uh, Second sub linebacker, uh, the role we had, Roy Cherry, in last year. I feel like he could come in and be what Roy Cherry was for us as we build him over uh, not only this season, but hopefully future seasons we'll we'll definitely see. We'll definitely see. All right. And, oh, that's it. That's the end of our our list. See, this is a quick pot to make up for our last pot, which was a very, very lengthy pot. Um, I want to say I apologize, but I don't I had a lot to say. I had a lot to say. Uh This year we will continue to work on helping the fans understand the greatness that they are watching unfold in front of them. I know I say things and they may seem outlandish at the time, but one day you'll look back and be like, "You know what? he was trying to tell us. Like when I say Kenny Steele is the best running back in the RFL, like I know it sounds outlandish, but we'll be looking back on this conversation. We'll be looking back on this. When I say Bringer will be a top five quarterback in our conference in the NRC, I I really, really, really wanna say the league, but I'm not going. I'm not gonna do that. Like our, my goal for him is a lot higher than what I said that I think he will accomplish. Like what I what I really, really think I'm not gonna say it because y'all are really, really, really gonna run me into the ground. But we have our goal. We have our goal, especially for a young guy, a guy his capability, a guy who is a star, and we can move up to the next level if we can get him superstar ability. He, we don't have to, even though we would love him to be an X factor, especially if I can get Bazooka. If if Ryan Brinker had Bazooka, he'd be he'd be great. He'd be great, but really having 99, I don't even really know if he needs bazooka. It just depends, it depends on how he grows. It depends on how he grows, but I definitely think he will be one of the best quarterbacks in the RFL as well. As when we go over to the, the next wave of guys who take over, as the guys who are great now are getting older, like uh, uh, Crowell and uh, Holden Wolf and Jack Winkler, guys like that, like as we've Move to the next group of guys. I think Brinker will be one of those guys in the next group of guys. All right, but that's all for today. Uh, I really don't know what our next podcast will be about at the moment. I really got not everything that I wanted to say as far as early in the season. I really want to wait for things to get underway as far as. Uh, the RFL season officially starting before I start really going deeper, deeper, deeper into things uh, as far as like week-to-week game plans and weekly news, how we're seeing things and stuff like that. Uh, right now, I really want to just give an introduction of the team. Uh, I have very, very high expectations of this team. I know everybody's like, yeah, man, you guys are going to be 8-8, eight and eight, but now nah, we're shaking that. We're shaking that. It'll be no more 8-8 eight eight as long as I'm at the helm. All right. And you guys are watching greatness unfold. You're about to watch one of the next RFL dynasties. maybe the best RFL dynasty of all time begin to build and take place all right? I'm just trying to help you see acknowledge his greatness acknowledge his greatness before it's too late before you could be you could be a fan you could become a part of this. you don't have to just be a spectator you don't just have to be a spectator. All right, that's enough. That's enough. All right, this is Roland Woods signing out. See y'all next episode. Protect the crown. Earn your stripes. Guerrilla game. Go Bears. Oh, Bomb Squad.